let me tell you about a life-changing elixir of the gods. I'm talking about Strava Craft Coffee. I'm telling you it will change your life. If you're like me and you drink a lot of coffee, you have noticed those negative side effects. I don't even get jittery that much, but it happens. It can mess with your stomach. It can make you feel run down later on. You can have the crash. As much as we love our coffee, we know all of these things are going to come with it. But you know what? Not with Strava. It has changed my life. It has made me a far more productive and awake and less shaky person as I deal with whatever I've got to deal with throughout the day. Some of these people on Twitter, grab that Strava. It's rich in CBD. It's great coffee that you can purchase in either K-Cups for your Keurig. You can get whole bean, you can ground it yourself, or you can get it ground. Whatever way you take your coffee, they will ship it to you. It's delicious. There's all kinds of different uh, flavors that you can get, and it's good for you. It's actually good for you. I can personally vouch for the health benefits of CBD-infused products, particularly Strava Craft Coffee, that can really help to set uh, my equilibrium. It's good for you. You can try it if you want down at Carbon Cafe and Bar Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, uh, the Blue Sparrow Coffee, and Max Market. It's non-psychoactive, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry about any of the things that you may have heard uh, about what this crazy CBD stuff is. Is it marijuana? No, it's not any of those things. It's not psychoactive. Uh, you're not going to feel weird or different. It doesn't affect you that way. It's just something that isn't going to give you all of the terrible things that you can oftentimes get from regular coffee. And it's going to help with things like long-term migraines. It's helped me a great deal. Decreasing anxiety. Again, I can personally vouch for this. Arthritis, I get, I get achy. I, I've, I've been a tall guy for a very long time. I had a bad back issues. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not making this up because they're a sponsor, though it's awesome and we love them. Strava Craft Coffee is phenomenal for all of these things. So remember to purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. And go in the air, deep right center go. field. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go out. Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by The Green Solution. Visit any one of their 18 Colorado locations or go online to mygreensolution.com. Use the promo code DNVR20 to get 20% off your entire purchase. I am your host, Drew Creaseman. I am the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. And on this episode, we've got kind of a lot to run through. I wanted to give uh, a few thoughts on the big news that DNVR is opening a bar. I want to give a few more uh, thoughts on some of the Nolan Arenado stuff that I've put on the back burner for a little while and answer some questions that you all have been asking about that. 
I've got to give at least a little bit of a take on the news that with this whole coronavirus thing going on now, we suddenly don't have access to the clubhouse. And I do want to get to some on-field stuff that I've been seeing here in these last couple of games, uh, and particularly focusing on uh, the lineup as I think it's going to look when we get to opening day and who is leading pretty comfortably in the battle to be your starting left fielder. But let's go back to this bar thing. Uh, hopefully everyone saw the news on Twitter and uh, or on our site and got a chance to listen to the podcast that this, the Brain Trust, if I may call them, and yes, I'm including Eric in that, did. I, I thought they did a really excellent job of explaining what the bar is, why it's a thing that we're doing, um, and, and answering many of the sort of basic questions that you might have. So I'm not going to get into too much of that on its own. I'll just recommend you listen to it. But I did want to throw a few of my own thoughts out there in particular, because I feel like this is going to be especially great for Rockies fans and probably Avs fans as well. Anybody who's had the experience of walking into one of your local establishments, and you probably all have. I've it happens to me constantly, and they don't have the Rockies game on. They don't even know the Rockies are playing, and you're in a sports bar, uh, <laughs> and that's just always kind of bothered me. I've talked about it on the podcast before, completely unrelated to what's going on now. So my immediate favorite thing about this is that you're going to have a place down there at York and Colfax where you'll never, ever, ever have to ask for the Rockies game to be on television or the Avs game or the Nuggets game or the Broncos. And the Broncos usually not a problem, but, you know, or the Rams or the Buffs. Uh, if Colorado sports teams are playing, it's going to be on. Now, game sound is going to get interesting sometimes because, you know, uh, Rockies regular season games are going to lose out to things like the Nuggets playoffs and the Avs playoffs. But that's also going to work the other way. Uh, if the Rockies are playing deep into the postseason and the Broncos also happen to be on TV that day, it's not going to be a situation where, sorry, football doesn't even matter that this is the most important game for your team. And that happened in 2018 all the time. The Rockies were playing some of the most important games. I, I guess it was 17, really, that they had played in a decade. And I would go in places and, well, sorry, it's Saturday. It's college football day. Nobody cares about the Rockies. That will never, ever happen to you at our bar. And so uh, I think that's one of the things I really want to drive home, particularly for you all, because we know the baseball, particularly the Rockies, tend to get the short shrift in a lot of other establishments. And that's never going to be the case here, and I'm very excited about that. The other thing that I wanted to specifically mention just for me that I'm very excited about is the video game room. Most of you know I'm a big gamer. I, I get really competitive online playing MLB The Show, uh, but lots of other things too, and I'm very curious to see. You know, I think it's going to be mostly sports games that we've got available there for members. But if, if you're, you know, if you subscribe to DNVR and you come into the bar, you can get on the list and play some Madden, play some FIFA, play some MLB The Show, and I'm going to be there a lot. So you'll be able to play against us or with us, or there's going to be so many fun things like that. And I'm, I'm barely scratching the surface here. Like I said, you can go check out that other podcast. It's on the feed for the Denver Sports Pod that we do once a week. Make sure you're subscribed to that so you don't miss out on it, and they'll answer all of your other questions. But everyone who's reached out and been super supportive, you know, you better believe it is going to go down on opening day. And I'm going to be there. I, I guess that's the other thing. And they made that clear. But 
I'm going to be spending a lot of time down there. I'm going to be working there. I'll be there before and after games, and I'm more than happy to talk to anyone who wants to come up and say hello and just pick my brain about the Rockies or or talk about literally anything else. You, you want to know what I thought of the Sonic movie? Wait, like It's going to be a great place for all of us to be able to interact with each other face-to-face more often. I'm very much looking forward uh, to getting to see all of your bright, shining, smiley faces. I've had uh, great opportunities to meet many of you at a couple of watch parties, the All-Star Game last year, the Larry Walker event. But I know that you know there are so many more people out there who've said, oh, I just happened to miss you. I didn't happen to be in town when you were doing the watch party, or I, I had work that day. And now you just know that if you're coming down to Denver to watch sports, you swing by our bar, especially if you're coming you know, around times when Rocky's stuff is going on, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to be there, and you'll be able to stop in and say hello. And I, I think those of you eagle-eared, I don't know why I've decided that's a phrase, because I don't think eagles have especially good ears. <laughs> but I just, I just like it. Um, listeners have probably remembered several weeks ago, you know, and this is still long in the works too, but I'm, I'm hoping to, before too long, be able to move into that area. And then I'm basically going to live at that bar. There's going to be live music. And as many of you know, I am a musician. It's a weird sentence to say, but I, <laughs> I am. I don't know why I feel weird about it. I, I've played music for a very long time. And so, you know, for those of you that's, that have ever wondered about that part of, of my life and other people in the community who play music, uh, you know, hit me up. If, if you're around, you want to bring your band down and, and play at our bar. This is truly going to be the hot spot for our whole community. I'm just excited to share it with all of you. Something that's not in any way exciting, obviously. I don't know how we transition from that to this, but it was the news that we got last night that Major League Baseball will be closing off its clubhouses, like many of the other leagues are, to media in kind of precaution of the coronavirus. And I have a myriad of thoughts on this that may ultimately be talking around the issue, so uh, sorry about that. I'm obviously not going to do any doctor or scientist things and try to talk about the the virus itself. All I can say is basically two things. One, I understand anybody who is upset at this and, and sort of frustrated on a principle of limiting access to journalists when you might be able to look at any number of other situations where access isn't being limited. Like, is this an excuse for leagues to do something that, quite frankly, a lot of them would probably like to do anyway? Um, There is value to you as a consumer of professional sports to have objective journalists have more access to the players and the managers and so on. Now, if this is a temporary thing and we're being precautious and before too long, we, we can go back to, you know, assuming things are well in the wider world, we can go back to the way things were before, especially from my perspective, this is little to no deal whatsoever. I 
I don't want to speak for other people's experiences, so I can only say this. I am confident that the Colorado Rockies Media Relations Department is going to work with us to make this work. There's going to be a way for us to continue to have one-on-one conversations with baseball players, to continue to have guests for you on this podcast. In fact, doing podcasts remotely is one of the things that will probably be emphasized a little bit more. If there's anyone who's ready to you know, speak to people for a little bit longer one-on-one, but from a distance, <laughs> you know, you're, you're listening to them right now. And so we haven't seen anything yet. I, I just left the clubhouse, and this particular morning, the, uh, the Rockies were having a big meeting, and so they didn't have players available anyway. It sounds like the protocol from here on uh, until further notice is going to be we'll request access to players one-on-one kind of we'll, we'll tell them who we need to talk to they'll come out and talk to us outside I think a lot of this is about not wanting too many people in confined spaces if I understand it correctly so that you know they they still can face to face talk to us one-on-one but we're you know try to go outside walk around not be in these kind of confined spaces so I'll just keep you updated as I navigate you know it's going to be weird because the Rockies in particular have always given us this kind of extreme freedom and access where I just walk into the clubhouse I look around I see who's available who looks like they're in a mood to talk who looks like they're not in a mood to talk I assess my options at that point and I go about my business and I literally just walk up to guys and say hey Carlos you got a minute to talk you got five minutes to talk do you have 15 minutes to come on the podcast that's you know and sometimes they'll just go yeah sure whatever and sometimes they'll say well you know what is it about which is totally fair um and and so and I've learned a lot a lot from doing that and when I say what is a, a, a what it is about and they say well I'd you know I'd really rather not talk about that on record and I say okay well do you have a, a few off record thoughts you'd like to share with me can you point me kind of in a direction and sometimes they'll say you know I I'd, I'd prefer not to but a lot of times especially you know with the players and coaches and and people that I've built relationships with, I'll say, yeah, yeah, here, here's a, here's a little nugget of information, or sometimes they'll just tell me the whole thing, and, I, and I'll say, well, okay, I understand why you didn't want to go on record about that. But I learn and I get this information that I didn't know was even out there, that I didn't even know I was searching for. So if, if you're wondering, like, why are some people upset? What's the big deal about having constant access to the players? It's, it's more about having natural, conversational, sort of daily interactions with everybody around. And is that more important than making sure that people don't get sick? No. But I've seen some people wondering if, you know, we're ever going to be able to go back to the way it was before, if the players are going to get used to it and not want us in the clubhouse anymore. Uh, We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but I'll just say now, that would be a mistake for everybody involved. Um, I think some people are maybe overselling right now the importance of access. 
but it also shouldn't be totally undersold. And that's why I wanted to tell a little bit of, of that story. I guess it was more giving an example of you know, the types of things that, that might happen with us just walking around and, and talking to people. I've gotten into random pickup conversations with Bud Black in the hallway. Um, and those have been extraordinarily valuable to me. And whether I've put a pinpoint on it or not, that analysis has come through for you in these podcasts and in my articles. And so I, I think that's worth keeping in mind. But let's all be safe. Everybody, you know, let's... I'm a big fan of don't panic, but don't be an idiot. Um, you know, I, I think that's that's sort of my take on this whole thing. Let's, let's try to all be safe. And like I said, I'll keep you updated. I'm going to do my best to get as many one-on-one -on -one conversations while I'm down here in Arizona as, as I possibly can. And um, one of the things I'm already planning on doing is having several other media members on. I'm going to talk to Nick Groke about his excellent two-part series recently in The Athletic. I was talking with Mike Rice of KOA today. He's going to come on sometime this week. So there's going to be a lot of a lot of good stuff coming your way. Don't feel like, oh no, what what is Drew going to do? Uh, there's still going to be plenty of access to your Colorado Rockies for you, both on the site and on this podcast. And if you're not worried about this stuff really at all, you're, you're feeling good. I'll tell you what, one way or another, life get gets back to normal. You go to events, you go out, you live your life. You've got to. Um, and, and we're all going to be out there. And one of the best ways you can go out there and live your life is within we go. Members get tickets to sports, concerts, and local events. It's all included in a flat membership fee. I'm telling you, it's worth it just to not have to pay the convenience fees for anything. They just started throwing some Rockies games on there already. You can start getting in early, getting cheaper tickets to Rockies games than you were going to get anywhere else because you've got this flat fee. If you use the promo code DNVR, you'll get it free for a month so you can try it out, see what you like, see what they've got, see if there's enough events on there that you feel like you're going to go. But I'll tell you, use it once every other month. It more than pays for itself. You can try it at a $25, a $45, or a $65 month, different levels of access. But that, that first free month will really give you an idea of what you're getting. You don't want to sign up for this thing right now without using that promo code. Um, now, they've got hundreds of events for everybody. They've got beer tasting festivals, concerts, comedy shows, and sports, sports, and more sports. They've got them in other cities besides Denver, so make sure you check out the website if you're somewhere else. And also, DNVR crew gets membership, man. You're going to get all kinds of cool, fun access to special things because of your DNVR membership. So use that code, DNVR, to try in we go for a month for free. It's a $45 value, and it's very easy to cancel if you decide it's not for you. So I've, I've had a number of people asking, of course, some follow-up questions about the Nolan Arenado situation. Um, Rachel, Laurel, Mike, uh, thank you for the emails. I'm not going to read them out specifically, but 
varying questions on the idea of, you know, how is the clubhouse since I've been down here? And obviously now we're not in there. So here's, here's another question where, you know, but, but I had been for a week plus there. And I will say this. There were times I totally forgot about any of it. And no one's, I haven't noticed anybody in the clubhouse who I've talked to and I've talked to maybe half the 25-man roster since I've been down here. Half of who you would expect to be the opening day 25-man roster. And they all seem exactly normal. Uh, Ryan McMahon has a little extra pep in his step. Carlos Estevez, after the birth of his daughter and being healthy and coming into spring training knowing that he's not fighting for a job but is going to be you know counted on in late innings he's got an extra bit of pep in his step uh, Wade Davis is in really good spirits the only person and and it's and I'll say it's just barely where there's been any kind of weird energy where there was any moment in the clubhouse where I went, oh, yeah, there is kind of a strange drama hanging over this team. Was the first time we talked to Nolan Arenado when I was down here. And his energy was just a little bit different. I don't know how else to say it than that. It's such a weird bit of analysis uh, from me. But, like, not necessarily bad, you know, but it was clear, like, he was just in a different frame of mind, I guess, than I'm, than I'm used to seeing him in. And part of it's just some of the questions were about the drama, and so he had to address the drama. And he's such a low, to this point, to, to a few months ago, one or two little outbursts about not liking winning, that time he tried to punch Luis Perdomo's head off. He's been known for those kinds of outbursts, but he hasn't been a drama guy. And so it's weird to see him answering these questions and saying, I don't want to be a distraction. Because until the word disrespect came out of his mouth, or I guess through his texting device uh, a few months ago, Nolan Arenado's never been anything close to a distraction, at least publicly, at least in terms of the media coming and asking him. And I'll say this, too. Right now, it's just me and Patrick Saunders and Thomas Harding and Nick Grote. And a guy, Kevin Henry's down here for a little while from Roxpile this week. You know, got other people are in and out. Um, but there's sort of, you know, most days, just kind of four of us who Nolan Arenado knows because he sees us every day back to the clubhouse access thing. When the camera people and the out-of-town people and the opening day people are shoving their cameras in his face. Now, this, this could be an area where Nolan... I mean, can you imagine if media is not allowed in the clubhouse on opening day? I wonder about the fans. Like, I really, really, really would be sad if... You know, we've got empty ballparks on opening day. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. If this media thing is still going on, Nolan catches a huge break. Because there were going to be, day one, both in San Diego 
and in Denver, 20 to 25 people, you know, 20 of them who he doesn't really know that well, putting their cameras and their phones in his face and asking him really pointed and leaning questions because they don't have to wait around for the consequence of <laughs> of any of that. They're not going to be there the next day where he can walk up to him and say, man, why were you really, you know, doing that? Um, but that was going to be tough, and it was going to be really interesting to see how he was going to handle it because I think that's when things become distractions. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I feel like it's easy to be. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Put that on my tombstone, by the way. Um, that in spring, everybody feels good. And everybody feels good. Like they don't, like Trevor Story looks like he's in a good mood. Uh, David Dahl's in a good Brendan Rogers is over the moon excited right now. Right? So there's actually just a ton of positive energy in this clubhouse. Now, when the real stampede rolls through there and is not only asking Nolan, because we know what's fair, and if we're going to talk to Charlie or Trevor about these things or whatever, we'll, we'll talk to him a little bit off the record. But, you know, but the, there's going to be people coming in. And Charlie Blackman, what what do you make of all the Nolan Arenado stuff in the office? All this stuff is going to come up again, and it's going to be a big deal on opening day. And, and we'll see how they handle it. And if they can keep the energy they've got right now through that storm because there will be one more storm and that's the one that they have to weather together as a team and it and Nolan Arenado has to captain them through it he created this storm he maybe didn't you you, you know it's if you want to do the the old butterfly effect you could say it started with a flap of Jeff Breidich's wings but the the situation that the Rockies roster is in was created by Jeff Breidich. The media storm over the superstars' unhappiness with that roster was created by Nolan Arenado. And he has to be the one who navigates them through it. He has to show leadership skills that he hasn't always, he has at times shown extraordinary leadership skills and at other times not. This is a part of his growth as an individual baseball player. Can he become the leader that a team, he's never experienced the kind of media scrutiny that he is about to experience because he hasn't played in New York and LA and Chicago. And I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see how he handles that. And while some things have been different about Nolan Arenado, one thing that hasn't has been his smile. He is still flashing it from time to time. Like I said, things have been a little weird, but he hasn't not shown his usual happy personality. And one of the reasons he's been able to do that is probably, I assume, because he goes by Green Mountain Dental Group. Of course, that's where Nolan Arenado gets his dentistry done, right? Out there in Lakewood, they are the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area. They're super awesome. If you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam today, you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. Uh, they've got all kinds of 
fantastic people there who will talk to you about sports, whatever your favorite sport happens to be. I know they're big Rockies fans out there, huge DNVR friends. And so just let them know that we sent you down there. It's just about 15 minutes from downtown. If you get your teeth taken care of, you're going to feel better. You're going to be more confident. You're going to have that Nolan Arenado smile. And They'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. So schedule that cleaning, x-ray, and exam today at Green Mountain Dental. They'll take care of you. Make sure to tell them that Drew from DNVR sent you down there. As I mentioned, I wanted to wrap this one up with a little bit of a conversation on the lineup. And actually, I'm, I'm going to leave the lineup lineup, like the order of it, for another conversation. And it looks like David Dahl may be working his way toward that leadoff spot. But I want to leave that conversation for... Uh, the future and really focus on this Desmond versus Tapia and and maybe to some degree Sam Hilliard is still uh, you know a part of this I think you know we'll see how the rest of spring goes but I think that Sam is working his way a little bit more toward you know let's let's give him a, a month in spring training or I'm sorry in triple a to really gain some confidence, maybe cut down on the strikeouts a little bit, really start to to tear apart that level, and also to get regular at-bats and to give Rymel Tapia finally an opportunity to show what he can do as an everyday starter. I know there are a lot of people who have written this guy off. I know that no one is surprised that I have not written this guy off he is now second on the team in hits this spring he is third in rbi tied with ryan mcmahon he's batting 355 11 base hits seven rbi he's drawn one walk he struck out nine times and 31 at bats so not a ton like to see him cut down on those strikeouts he's made some excellent plays on defense he has had one or two of his little shaky moments. There was a particular base running thing that I'm pretty sure the manager wasn't especially thrilled with. But Rymel Tapia, when given every day at bats, has shown me over and over and over again that he can produce. And I get why. And I'm... I don't know if I'm going to write this into an article, and I was having a conversation with somebody else in the media about this today. And I get the people who say, you know, he really hasn't earned a starting gig in Major League Baseball. He's in a tough spot now because he's had Ian Desmond in front of him. And now, you know, Ian Desmond's hitting a buck 37 this spring. He's got three hits, and two of them are homers. And you know, that's about it. And he struck out a bunch. And no one's excited about Ian Desmond. I know the fan base isn't. And, and I've defended him more than anybody. And I still think there's a place for him on this team. And I think he could be a valuable asset on the bench and against left-handed pitching. But the time is coming. Unless Rymel Tapia really just goes into a nosedive for the final couple of weeks here of spring training. He's got to be the starting everyday left fielder. If he doesn't hit for a month and Sam Hilliard's tearing up AAA, 
call him up, make the move, fine. It, it's tough to say the kid only ever got, because understand this, that may mean that Rymel Tapia got a grand total of about a month and a half in 2017, and then one month at the beginning of 2020 to show what he could do as an everyday major league regular. And I, I firmly believe that a majority of Ryan Altapia's issues at the major leagues, the reason why his numbers at the minor leagues have not translated to the majors is because of consistent playing time and not feeling like he has the confidence of his manager or the organization. And I think that has grown over the years. And I think that there are fair reasons for the people on the other side to say, well, maybe, you know, plenty of reason maybe not to have confidence in this guy. I don't know that anyone is being completely unreasonable here, but I think it will be a sad tale if Rymel Tapia never gets his shot in purple. And there's a small window here, but there is a window. Hilliard has options he can be waiting in the wings he does still have more to prove Hilliard had a great month at the end of last season he hasn't been especially impressive so far this spring the strikeout numbers are there there are clearly things to work on I know from a potential standpoint he's more exciting for a lot of people but I truly believe you give Rymal Tapia three at-bats Every day for a month coming out of the season, he's going to show you what he can do to provide a consistent contact problem for this team with added pop that I wasn't sure he was ever going to get. You know, not a ton, but I think he could be a 15 to maybe even 20 home run guy in a really great year. Run the base as well. I think he's showing you he can play defense if he's allowed to settle in and do the thing right. I think it's got to be Tapia. And and I and I really do think this could be the year he puts it all together. And if not, there are worse B and C options than Hilliard and Desmond to go to at that point. But I don't know that I could fully convince someone who doesn't believe that he's earned it. But I think that strategically, this is the right thing to do to see if he can reach that potential. Maybe there's, you think, a 5 or 10% chance, and I think there's a 40 to 50% chance that he becomes a guy who hits 310 with some pop, plays good defense for you, and really gets those strikeout totals. I'm talking sub-20%, so he's striking out in the teens, causing real problems, getting some extra base hits because Coors Field really rewards balls in play. He's hitting 355 this spring, and he's hitting with pop. He's playing good defense. He's doing. He's showing you everything he can And he had gotten the starting gig at some point last year and was playing well in that role before he got hurt. When he started in 2017, give this young man everyday playing time. 
If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But it's worth a shot. I can't say I believe he's earned it. I understand why some people don't. But I'll say this. It is absolutely worth a shot. Let's see what he's got. Because I think there's more in there than a lot of people realize. I will promise you this. I guarantee you this. Whether it's in purple or another uniform, we have not yet seen who Rymal Tapia will be in the major leagues. We, we have seen a, a half-formed version of this player. If given every day at bats, he will be something else. Will that be enough for the Rockies to do X, Y, or Z? Will it be enough to assuage the statisticians who want him to do these other things? Will the on-base? I don't know. I really don't. No one can tell. We don't have a crystal ball. But we have not seen the best of Rymal Tapia. We have not seen what he can do at this level and I think it's worth figuring that out. Thank you all so much for listening in to this episode. Make sure you're doing all the following on social media at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at DNVR underscore Rockies. You're subscribing to the DNVR.com. You don't want to miss out on any of those exclusives. And also the multiple podcast feeds, both the DNVR Rockies podcast feed and the Denver Sports Podcast feed. If you listen to any of the other sports, I suppose watch them. You can listen to them as well. But if, if you're into any of those, when we get together and have those conversations, they're always a lot of fun. So make sure that you are subscribed to that feed. Thank you all so much for continuing to be absolutely awesome. I promise you that I will continue to be absolutely Drew Creaseman. And until next time, I will see you at the ballpark.